変身
I don't know. Um, what's like the next thing for action movies? Just like to be more like John Wick, because that like kind of seems like it was like for a while they were trying to be the Raid. Now they're being John Wick. Yeah, I I believe so. Um, there's a movie that dropped on Netflix uh early or a few weeks ago. Uh, The Great Man. It was mm-hmm. like Ryan Gosling and uh Chris Evans. Have you seen it? Oh uh, no, I haven't. That's like the one that's like the Rooster Brothers, right? Yeah, it wasn't bad for a Netflix film. I thought it was okay. Uh, there actually I saw some rumors about them having a, a spinoff series <laughs> from this movie. So I guess they're trying to create a, the Gray Man universe. But uh, it was fine. But uh, that was more along the lines of, you know, the Russo brothers. Every movie they make feel, kind of feels like a Marvel movie. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? <laughs> Hard to, because like, um, I can't tell like the Gray Man from like Red Notice. Like, What's the difference, you know? Yeah. And they always got to have somebody they work with from the Marvel films and their movies. Like, I can't unsee Captain America when I see Chris Evans anymore. I'm sorry. I just, he's typecast for me. <laughs> yeah. Like at this point, like, the movies I'm, like, most excited for are the, um like, mystery movies. Like, there's this um new movie, See How They Run, coming out in August. That's, like, Cersei, like, Ronan as, like, a, like, period piece. Like, very much like a post, like, Knives Out kind of movie. And that like looks great to me and right now i'm just like not sure what a big action movie is like gonna do unless it has like some wild like stunts in it like from like actual like good like grounded fighters you know oh yeah this looks like it's gonna be fun uh i love the a good whodunit <laughs> those are my like my favorite movies to go see that and i love to see um like thrillers like especially like erotic thrillers because it's always yeah. fun to see the audience be like what's going on <laughs> Yeah, thrillers, mystery, and horror will be my my top three movies to see in theater. Action, I can always you know pass up a few here and there, but I love seeing those in. And um, I love seeing detective movies, but that's actually um has to do with what, like we're talking about right now though, because we got a new show to look at soon. Mm-hmm. Comrade Double Fudo Pi. When's that drop again? So. It's a little confusing, but what I was able to parse is it drops on TV on the 8th of August and on streaming the 1st. So we're, we'll get one episode by the time we record next time, but not the second, because I think either way, the second episode is like dropping on the 15th is what it's. OK, and we'll wait to do like a pair. If we do it um next time, we'd have one episode or we could do like three episodes in like two times. What was my thought? OK, I'm down for whatever. That uh, that Toku show was just on YouTube for free from the company. So maybe like we watch like the like first free episode there and the first episode of the anime. That may be fun. Okay, yeah, let's do that because I uh am really interested in how this show does because like it's kind of hiding the Toku aspects of it too. <laughs> yeah, that from the trailers I've seen, that's what it feels like. And like one hand, like it's a hard sell because it's like here's the sequel to this. 2011 show that ran for a year (laughs) yeah because it's gonna be a lot of people's first time watching this you know what i mean so it's taking place after double right yeah okay so that'd be a good reaction for a first time viewer (laughs) yeah i hope people like like it too because i know like a lot of the um like toku like the toku like anime stuff is done really well like ultraman garo had stuff so hopefully people We'll go and find that show, but also they should have made that show on Blu-ray or something by now, you know, just like put that streaming. Yeah, there is a another show that I think is very important that we're going to be looking at soon. And uh, that is a uh, Comp Rider Geats. The, the new, new series. 
Yeah, the new series. Oh, yeah. And then right now, I'm dropping you the poster. Ooh! Sheesh! Let's go. Yeah, here's a synopsis. Um, who will be the true hero? Rampage stylistly in the survival game. The white fox rider, Kamurder Geats, is born. Entrants are thrown into a survival game to uphold peace. The winner is the true hero. The Desire Grand P is a game to protect the peace of the city from the threat of a serious enemy, Jamato, whose origins and purpose are unknown. Many persons tr- transform into common riders to sh- compete for points by defeating enemies and saving people. The winner of the Desire Grand P will be rewarded with the privilege to realize their ideal world. In other words, only the winner's true heroes will be able to create the world they wish for. So there you go. Oh my god, I love the premise. Survival game, huh? He's like half fox and like half like motorcycle, it looks like, or gear themed. I love the aesthetic. Oh my god. Great yeah. trailer drop or a poster. We'll have that trailer next time, but right now it seems like uh the main writer's name is um Ace. Ace. Okay. And so this series is um actually based off of Apex Legends and Fortnite, apparently. Oh, even better. That's pretty solid. Yeah, but um, what do you think of the suit, though? Just this whole like, vibe it's got going, though. I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's like yokai-themed. That's cool as hell, right? What is that on his shoulder? Is that like a... The cape? Uh, the, um, the scarf, I think? Okay, so it's a scarf and then like, shoulder pads coming out there. Yeah, flowing back. Okay. Yeah, I love it. The same writer as Zero One, too, so we're... Oh, let's go. Yeah. Oh, I'm hyped. I am hyped. I mean, whew, I mean, Bill's been kind of rough lately, so I'm just ready to hop in something new. Yeah, and I think that like, <laughs> just looks solid. Fresh start. Don't really know, you know what's going to happen, so yeah. Yeah, so we got that to look forward to. The Cobb uh, Rider Double Anime and Cobb and when those come out, like, we'll definitely do like special episodes like just on those but good future uh in the next like two or three months for Kamen Rider. what a time to be a toku fan yeah but uh speaking of our toku fandom uh we should talk about uh the shows that we're here for today which is episodes 41 and 42 of uh Jojo's the Die Jetman and Kamen Rider Built now uh there's a lot in both of these but uh let's start as always with Jetman <laughs> <laughs> uh we get the end of the two-parter from last time. There's, like, this new Jetman team, um, but they're in trouble from last time, and the Jetman are fighting, but they, don't, like, can't transform, and they're saved by Tetra Boy. They think they destroy the big monster, but actually got saved by Transa to enter their base and destroy it. And just a lot happens here, but <laughs> just... I really love just <laughs> how much this episode is just, like, this, like, weird politicking for both sides like this old general that hates the commander like ah you embarrassed me my pride <laughs> yeah transit being all pride just everything what do you think of like what happened in this episode though man uh i thought it was cool felt kind of weird watching this you know a few weeks after the first <laughs> part so i had to like jump back into it but wasn't really expecting uh this group to give the Jetman their powers. That was that kind of caught me off guard. Uh but I appreciated it. So, you know, I guess they had to write in a reason why they we haven't seen him again. Yeah. Uh <laughs> you know what I mean? 
the commander was cool. That was a fun little take to see, you know, the little drama between, you know, hierarchy and the military, stuff like that. Uh, Tetra Boy made a good appearance. <laughs> I liked him. A lot of energy. And, uh, yeah, uh, you know, Viram's still on the ropes. Yeah. Um, I really like just, like, the extended, like, mech fights and them being all hurt and losing arms and be covered in scratches and like showing them in the repair bag like getting their stuff fixed i love that stuff mm-hmm. so cool but yeah like the end here is oh now we can't be anti-birded we're good and we're gonna be <laughs> yeah uh but the star of this show though has to be episode 42 oh yeah i've been waiting to talk about this with you <laughs> yeah because um a couple months ago uh we had that like whole thing happen where like our um metadata got mixed up and like episode 42 was there instead of episode 30 and like i think i watched the first bit and you watched all 42 like right after 29 right <laughs> yeah i'm like who is this guy was it transmate appearance so i kind of put two and two together i'm like oh, i guess tran evolves or something but yeah um that <laughs> The way this episode starts is Transit builds G2. He's like, ha, G2, my robot to be the best because he wants to make the best robot now and replace <laughs> Gray. And G2 is just like a child from like the Star Wars prequels that's also a robot. Just like utterly. He was designed to feel pain for some reason. There was a character like G2 in the previous episodes, right? If I believe, or, or am I thinking about the bear, the the bear in the dumpster? I think that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. Like they've made like good characters before. This is like our what, like our third or fourth good person <laughs> from Viram, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, the hairdresser, the bear. <laughs> but just like so, because like this guy, like G two gets hurt, trans is like you're trash, and just lets the like grunts like destroy him and beat the crap out of him in like a robe and then like he sees a door and falls through space yeah that was that was super hardcore <laughs> uh and this is like all like out of nowhere g2 also super does has nothing to do with the episode g2 just suffers all this episode but, yeah, poor g2 yeah um the jetman like joined the show because they're um they show like guy and cowrie having lunch and like he's not having table manners and like they have to fight he's like this isn't who i am uh but then gray's there to attack them as they leave which is convenient because honestly if gray and rad weren't there guy and coward would have a lot more fights i feel like i think so too yeah i'm not sure how long their relationship's gonna last like they beat like vibe they're like there's nobody shooting us right as we're about to start fighting so we keep fighting all the time (laughs) <laughs> but yeah um this like um leads to like maria shows up and the other jet man show up and then like a stray shot gets deflected from gray to maria and she gets knocked out and it immediately rains <laughs> and got and gray is carrying her in the rain and brings her to a cave because she's cold that she's gonna get sick and she needs to be warmed up but his body's cold <laughs> and just this is a. Uh, I think everybody writing television should have to like see this episode of Jetman just to see how much you don't need to have any reason for something to happen. Just make stuff happen. Yeah, because like that was the first time I saw Gray look defenseless. Like he's like, yeah, I can't help with that one. Unless he had like a built-in heater or something. 
and like right before this like he like helps g2 get repaired solo like g2 is like clinging to him and stuff and he's just like out there and like he um especially like found by um ryu who's like you don't know humans like my body's warm and Man, back in 1991, like all the moms watching this must be like, yeah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, put your jacket on her, even though she's evil. Love this shit. Uh, <laughs> so great, just in the rain is G2's like playing the like leaf the same way that like Maria was, and like Gray just beats the shit out of him. Yeah, it takes out his frustration. I thought, I thought it was like a marijuana leaf at first. And then uh, before Gray leaves the cave, when when uh, Ryu shows up, he's like, "I'll get her back." I was like, "Oh, Mister Still, your girl." <laughs> I mean, that's like just Gray though. Gray was so confident, he's like, "Yeah, she'd be back. Yeah, she'd be back. Right better. She know where home is. <laughs> you can hold her hair back while she like throws up. She'll be back. <laughs> I'm right here. Uh, so uh, like, and like in the middle of like Ryu fighting fireworks." Or, like, firewood. Like, G2 yoinks her. But then, like, she wakes up after he, like, gets hit by rocks trying to defend her. And these rocks don't have it for any reason other than to separate them. Which is just perfect. Uh, But then, like, the fight starts again. And G2, like, takes an attack. Or, like, shoots the Jetman and, like, falls over. And then we see him at the end of the episode after he gets, like, yeeted by some more rocks. He just trapped under some rocks playing this leaf. And then he just explodes. <laughs> I felt so bad for this little robot. He's like, oh, his screams are cute because he's like a child. Yeah. Why would Tran even make a trans and make a a young robot anyway? (laughs) Maybe he was like, okay, like you'll be really young and then you'll grow up and get real strong like me, right? Like a Pokemon or something, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Gray pushes Maria away and says, I'm my own man. I will stand on my own. And yeah. Just what a great episode. Like we should like pick like our top episodes of like Jetman, like what's we're like done with the show. Cause I think honestly, there's some incredible lessons to be learned about television writing from this show that does not care at all about swinging for the fences. Yeah, it felt like in like an old like drama, like uh like the old like romance novel type shows. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like aesthetically, the soundtrack was on point and just like visual, like stylistically. I, li- I liked everything about it. Definitely a mood setter. If Jetman came out right now, like just like on TV as it is, people would love it. They'd be like, oh, what's going on here? I think so, too. Like I, I just like discovered like this channel on my uh, fire stick that has like these old shows. And for some reason, I clicked on Baywatch. And it was like this Gilligan Island like crossover. I I had no idea that that <laughs> episode existed, and I what? couldn't keep my ass of it. Yeah, <laughs> Baywatch meets Gilligan Island crossover episode. Like what? <laughs> I couldn't take my eyes off it. That what happened? <laughs> I guess like one of the lifeguards like fell and bumped his head, and then he like had like a dream that the cast from Gilligan Island showed up to the beach. And then, like, they went on, like, an adventure to, like, a desert, deserted island and got stranded, had to build a boat and get off. Then he woke up. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I love when shows do that, but, like, most of the time, it's, like, their after-school specials where it's, like, oh, no, like, 
Carl Winslow got shot by a crack addict. I would need an episode about this. That's just like out of nowhere, it seems like. Yeah, now that I remember, like every now and then, like the biggest shows, like they're on ABC or whatever, they would do like a crossover episode every now and then. But I didn't know Baywatch did it with Gilligan's Island. That was nuts. Was it um Urkel that went to Full House for like a dance or something? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, episodes like that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> we need more of that stuff. Yeah, we don't. It's too much competition going on. Like, let's let's work together here. Hey, it's the goth girl from CSI. She's here to help modern family with their <laughs> internet. I don't know what you, what you do, hmm. but yeah, that's great. Yeah, because I guess that was the only way to get like gain viewership for other shows. You know what I mean? Like, introduce a character from this show, and they're like, "Oh, what's that? She's on this show. Let's go. Let's try that out." You know what I mean? The Big Show wasn't the Big Show on like Cousin Skeeter or something. Remember all that stuff, just like old wrestler <laughs> episodes. So, no, more of that, I think. That's the nostalgia we want. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of nostalgia, Kamen Rider Build, everybody's favorite nostalgic show from 2018, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What even came out in 2018? <laughs> Strange. No, Strange Things was out before that. I don't know. But regardless, uh, episode 41, The Truth of the Best Match. Um. Sento is in the woods from last time, and I was confused because I forgot what happened, but <laughs> he untransformed to retransform to fight a vault, and his winning formula to beat him is to stop him from using his power-up, which is pretty smart, actually. But not a genius move. Uh, and then there's this incredibly uh, difficult scene in television. In the history of Kamen Rider, I think this might be one of the most difficult like scenes I've ever had to talk about. Um so they're talking about how Seto's dad, like Author Warday for like suicide, I guess, um said it was said he had committed suicide. But then it's like if he was close to the Pandora's box, the aggression in it would make him so aggressive that he would have overrid his suicidal thoughts. That's a weird thing to say in the middle of the show, right? Yeah. And it's made weirder by the fact that Gentoku as a racist caricature, I could not put my finger on shows up. Uh, he's like, is he like, what race is he making fun of? Is this like, like making fun of like Peruvian people, Mongolian people? He had like this like big, weird outfit on this like gems mm-hmm. down his nose. I was like, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> What's yeah? This? Where did they? Where did they even come from? <laughs> I ultimately thought it might have been like. Vietnamese maybe I don't know but yeah he just like shows up to be like your dad would be too angry to commit suicide also I'm doing a deeply racist outfit right now yeah it was a weird scene it's like pan flute music was playing which just made me think it was like Andean like and like because it wasn't even funny when he was doing it I'm just like this is kind of kind of cringe it was incredibly <laughs> it was just like dressed up like oh random i'm sure in japan they're like ah oh, this is the racism we crave but here i was just like <laughs> i don't even know who this is but i know mm-hmm. what it is uh but yeah uh and then like his shirt underneath says next level fronting and i don't know what's going on with this character because next episode they completely drop all this outfit shit entirely and he just ended like a leather jacket like get into fights so i don't know yeah i think they realized the bit wasn't going as planned because at first I thought it was a little funny because I'm like it's weird to see him acting like this because you know he's been so like buttoned up 
but uh yeah they went they went too far off the rails with this one yeah and like they weren't funny if like it's if one time he like had a weird jorts on he was like ha 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 maybe i have style and they're like oh you're lame but it's like four times and the fourth time they just do this i don't know but uh then we get a clip show <laughs> and find out the truth of the best matches um and i liked what the truth of the best matches was yeah me too yeah just like oh what are some things that are cool animals or like like things that you like and what are things that can kill them but then in the end he was like naming vacuums and stuff to try and like stop them from being bad that's fun that's fine yeah because we were like theorizing about it for a while but uh to finally get an answer for it it was something i really didn't need but i appreciate we got it yeah like it made sense um and um we've talked about how like the best matches are just like the monsters from like like Jetman, right like one thing and then like an animal now but yeah um then there's a whole old like lab assistant that like sento beats but then the dude gets killed anyway and then he fights evolve and like almost gets like made into like a lost smash because apparently only the writers can become lost smashes and you need lost smashes to get lost bottles and you need lost bottles to get a black pandora panel and you need a black pandora panel to override physics <laughs> what <laughs> yeah a lot to take in here just some stuff happens really is the answer to that just they introduce a four-step process 40 episodes into the show for the next thing they're doing um i will say though that like um they start to like have these episodes like cockpit view of the writers more where like you see their faces and they're having like some like styrofoam on them like they're in the cockpit like iron man which i kind of like yeah uh zero one does that a lot too so maybe they picked it up from built yeah it definitely looks better in zero one than in build where they just like look like they're cosplaying as like the juggernaut or something but (laughs) (laughs) yeah um one cool line though is that um sento says what you destroy i could rebuild i was like okay cool also probably should have called like this final form like come writer build like rebuild form honestly that would be way cooler but ah yeah you know that would look good um but then like the fight ends with vault has emotions now (laughs) it just a lot happens in the episodes like i have to say so much more about build episodes sometimes and then it's ultimately like yeah we just got told some stuff um but episode 42 um legacy of doubts is um they like connect the dots on Sato's dad as they work on the lost bottles and like it's like oh what's going on with the writers and who's gonna be smashers now and then like there's this scene partway through the episode where Evolt just like takes the black hole to the government building and says all right no more government here <laughs> i killed all these people <laughs> and uh japan gets reunited which is kind of they haven't said Japan in the show yet. I don't. Yeah, I, I was I was thinking that too. I, th- I thought I missed it, but now that you verified that, yeah, that's the first time. And like it's interesting because people are like, "Oh yeah, we're one country again. We're no longer separated by borders." Or like they made lots of mentions of like people having to do certain kinds of jobs, and there was issues with like food. So people are happy. And like, like the writers, are like, oh, people are happy about this. Like, yeah, they don't want more war. <laughs> They've been at war forever. <laughs> so, are they gonna like take down the actual walls and everything? What do you think is gonna happen? The walls are only partially there because of the tower, right? Yeah. So maybe it's like they can go in the gaps, the drive through there. I don't know. Um, but I like 
did then like I was like, also the common writers are terrorists. And it's like, well, yeah, that would that is how that happens, guys. And then there's um some more fights and they fight Utsami and Banjo gets like attacked by like a mysterious person after the dragon bottle turns silver. And they're like, huh? And this guy is Comrade Bill. He's like hazard level seven. What? And then he shows up later and like Sento's like, Comrade Build, what? And then it's like, oh, my dad is Comrade Build, what? <laughs> so, yeah. His dad is probably the OG or the true Comrade Build, or whatever we're going to say. I will say I wasn't expecting his dad to be a writer. Did you? I kind of was when he, like, didn't show up. I mean, I was like, oh, is like, he going to be, like, a Smash or a writer or something? Because they can't just have um, a vault fighting everybody for and what all the time. Yeah. But no, um, I liked seeing um, that Seto and the Katsuragi are like talking now a lot. That's mm-hmm. really cool to me. This this form is way better than what we were getting before. <laughs> yeah, I like these episodes more than I have for a while for build. Honestly, what did you think? Uh, I feel like they're getting better, but also adding stuff onto the plate that these. Yeah, you know what I mean, like should be wrapping up versus adding more stuff like the lost. But the lost bottles, like, why are you GB introduced that? So <laughs> they finally got the Pandora box together and all the bottles, right? Now, could you tell me what the process is with the lost bottles, how they're being made, what they're being made for? I honestly can't. <laughs> Can you? Uh, pff, I did earlier. Uh, they want to make people that have, if you have a high hazard level, you can get a bottle put in you, a black bottle put in you, and then you fuse with two clone smashes, and then you become a lost smash. And then if you get defeated, you die, unless Bill does it in a genius form. And then the the bottle turns black and gold, and it's a lost bottle. And then it goes in the black Pandora panel, and when there's 10 of them, they will turn this p- panel into the black they go into a blank Pandora panel. When they get them together, they will turn into a Ted bottle black Pandora panel that can defy physics. Easy, right? That, that's so convoluted. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Right? Uh, just so many steps. Like, why Why even have that many steps if you're going to... Yeah, I'm not really feeling the lost bottles. Yeah, no, I just, I think I got all the steps, but I don't know why. The dude has black hole powers. But con- congrats to you for being able to explain that, because, <laughs> damn, that's tough. This is so dumb. This is too much stuff. Just say, oh, yeah, the Pandora boxes are full. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like watching now because I'm like waiting for it to wrap up and then introduce and stuff like that, which is kind of upsetting. And unrelated to the Lost Bottles, there's this whole thing where like, only the riders left could become them. So now, like, Evolt wants them to be them. But also, like, Banjo randomly touches his original dragon bottle, but, like, it turned silver, and everyone's like, oh, what does that mean? Then, like, Sento's dad is like, hazard level seven? Question mark? <laughs> so I'm already seeing a mystery after the lost bottles are finished that they're setting up. For, for the reason why the bottles are turning silver. Yeah. And, like, and then, like, the end of the episode, like, I saw they also had, like, a rabbit bottle there that was gold. So I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah. And this wraps up at what? Episode 60? 49. Or... So we have seven wow. episodes left. 
Yeah, like what's oh so frustrating, man. <laughs> Seven <laughs> episodes. So frustrating. Uh do we think we get <laughs> We're definitely not going to Mars. <laughs> That's out of the picture. <laughs> Fuck no. Oh god. <laughs> we go to Mars though. No. Do we get another rider? Another rider? <laughs> we just got one. We just got two. <laughs> We just got two other riders in the past, like, four episodes. We better not get another rider. Who would it be? Do we get another form? Another form? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Kill. Uh, no, bro. No way. God. <laughs> no, no. Just clean ending, wrap everything up, and... Uh, Do we think of Vault's the final villain? <laughs> What? Don't play with me, bro. <laughs> Do we think that ep- Evolve better be the last villain? Okay, what if episode 47 he gets killed from behind and it's actually uh super Utsebi? <laughs> <laughs> that would be the biggest troll ever. Oh man. I think Usimi dies though. He's been questioning Evolve a lot these last few episodes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can see him either turning on him or or getting killed. And Evol kind of like told him to mind his business. He's like, yo, this is none of your business, bro. Like, Do we think that Evolve's about to win and then it does like a Naruto ending and like some random lady from Mars comes down and says, I'm the actual final villain. <laughs> uh, no, I bet we get something. I bet we get another villain or we get like a tease maybe for like Another villain. Remember in uh, Zero One, we're in like episode 44, this random dude from like Zaya, Mexico came up and is like, hey, what's up, everybody? I'm here. And then nothing <laughs> happened. Oh, yeah. Damn, Zaya. Throwback. I mean, I think we get uh, maybe not another writer. Okay. Whew. I thought you like read, read like a spoiler or something. We're trying to. Let me know easily. Okay. Do we think a vault has another form or one of the other writers has another form? If there's another form. Another form. Well, now that you mention it, I, I'm i guessing... Well, you know, I'm still fairly new to the Kamen Rider. Mm-hmm. But isn't it like the whole thing is about going back to the base form to finish the season? Oh, so we get like Rabbit Tank? Yeah, versus Rabbit Tank or something. Okay. Because they, they already brought back the original form with the father wearing it. You know what I mean? So is that something that always happens in Kamen Rider? Because I thought that was like uh, always no. go back to the original form. Okay. I can see it be like, oh, the final fight is almost over. We're down to like the original form and like you're hurt and we're going to fight like this. That might happen. But maybe they do that. I think we I think Evolt is like I've evolved beyond black holes. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I yeah, you just sounded so defeated when I said you scared me, bro. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Seven episodes, we got a new writer introduced, and yeah, man, that's ah. Uh, please don't. I'm just saying the pace of this show makes it not impossible. The show does done a lot of adding. That's true. So I shouldn't be surprised if, if there is. So actually, what is our prediction for the rest of the show for Bill? How do I see an ending? What do you think happens? Like, how do you see it ending? Like, what is in broad strokes like the plot from here on out? Okay, so we would definitely have to figure out if 
uh, Katsurugi's dad is a mole or if he's really the villain. I think he's a mole. I think he knows the only way to beat Evolt is to team up with him. Okay. And I can see him like betraying Evolt and maybe figuring out a way to defeat him and then apologizing for it. So I think that's the major plot point moving forward is trying to figure out why is Katsurugi's dad working with Evolt. <laughs> Do you think he survives this show? His dad? Yeah. Nah, he's he's <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, I can I can see Evolt getting wind of what's going on, and then killing him before he can initiate plan whatever it's called. You know. Yeah. Okay. What do you think is going to happen? Okay. <laughs> There's the fun answer and the more reasonable answer, but the fun answer is, I think that uh, Misora becomes the final villain and becomes Kamen Vernage and kills a vault, and they're like, ha ha ha, the last three episodes we have to face her. I wish you could have saw my mouth drop. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah, we kind of, she kind of took a backseat. The Queen of Mars, you know what I mean? So that should definitely play a, a huge point moving forward in the plot. Like her bracelet turns into like a golden belt instead. She has like a green mm-hmm. bottle and is like, ha ha ha. Uh, yeah. But no, um, I think that, yeah, it turns out that either he was working against the vault or he just like has like a change of heart and dies to help his son. And I, I, I bet a vault has another form. If not a vault, it's going to be something like, oh, um, <laughs> Some silver and gold forms for the main riders. They are, are hazard. They are hazard level seven, I guess now. Yeah, they just introduced hazard level seven. So, what do you think? Uh, is Gintoku's plot moving forward? Because now he's kind of like trying to not let his dad's sacrifice go to waste. Maybe he, his whole thing is like uh, throwing a coup, basically, and getting good people into power in the new like in the newly united japan and maybe it's thus it's like a couple of episodes before the end it's like oh we've established a true government now we just have to stop this black hole over here uh yeah um i don't really know what sento or banjos are gonna do because they kind of just exist to be heroes um okay how many of the main cast of writers do you think will be living at the end of the series I don't think anybody from the main cast does. Do you? I feel like I could see not Sawa. She's not important enough to die. Um, yeah. pro- probably not Mizora because she's the, the cutest. But uh, probably not Sento. But I think Kazumi and Gentoku both kind of have like enough there to be killed. Really? You can't see like, oh, like Kazumi's like, oh, I blocked that attack. Now make sure you get them. Here's here's all of my various dog tags. Yeah, and I can see him rejoining rejoining his uh, his crew that died in the early in the season. I could see that. Yeah, and like say for like Kentoku where he's like, become a true country. Ah, I'm dead from this attack I blocked with my will. You know. Yeah, this is my sacrifice. And he rejoins his uh, his father. Interesting. Or maybe like um they all get killed by Comrade Vernage, then I have to like be, be brought back to life in the last episode. <laughs> like psych. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh 
Uh, if Copyright of Renage happens, I'm going to be so... I'm going to enjoy it because I don't want it to happen, but the fact that it did, I don't know. That'd be so weird. Mazora becomes a writer. Who was the final villain of Copyright Saber? Do you remember? Shit. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. Do who you, was it? Do you remember who the second to final villain of Copyright Saber was? Uh, the final villain was Storius. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember in like, the last episode he became a common writer all of a sudden? Yeah, I do. Damn, I forgot about Storius. And of course, that time that he like before him was the leader of sort of Logos or whatever, the great leader. And then he, of course, halfway between him was the great sages came. The four great sages. Uh, I know people really like build. I just really like do feel like it's got like 20 pounds of shit in like a 10 pound bag. Like just lots going on. It started off with like a lot of promise, but. I feel like, I don't know, it just didn't live up to my expectations. And maybe that's my fault for having them too high, but I don't know. I was really into the, the beginning, trying to figure out what the hell happened to Sento. And then after that, it kind of, I think that's when it peaked. Ever since then, it's kind of like, I feel like it's been hanging out. Yeah. And like honestly, like I think it's more that it's what happened to Sento, not about Sento, really. It's like, oh, Sento feels bad because of the stuff he didn't do. And like same with like Banjo, where it's like, oh, like Banjo like has some more going on, but still he's like he feel he's innocent and he's sad about his girlfriend sometimes and he's fighting. Like they gave him more of like a vault, but yeah. Who knows? Um for Jetman, I much more think I know what's going on, and I'm like also <laughs> you know, And even if you don't, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, you know. Because what was the kid's name that joined us for the episode? Like, he even kind of figured out what was going on, like, just from one episode. So, I think Derek's watching more Jetman, actually, which is, like, good. He's like, oh, this is really good. Yeah. That's funny. Like, you know, like, oh, like, Jetman, they'll fight Transa, and then they'll fight the Emperor Grey, which, not really, but I hope. And that was also a great episode for him to watch to get into it. (laughs) Yeah, that was the rugby one, wasn't it? Or Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was good. But no. So talk about the uh, Comrider double anime food of PA. Talk about Comrider Geeks. Uh, next time we will have a trailer for that as well, which is good uh, about these shows. So I guess it's just time for some questions. Uh, and first off, who are your top three characters this time? So uh, top three, I'll say G2 was fun. Uh, shout out to Gin- Gintoku for actually having like a <laughs> plot and like a, a, a through line for a build. So I throw him in there. And then uh, Gray, of course. Yeah. Who's your top three? Kitoku had that real, like, family guy manatee thing. Also be a racist caricature this time, but also he had a character. Oh, like. yeah. Minus minus the racial shit. <laughs> no, yeah, of course. I'm just saying. He's <laughs> he's a wild character sometimes. Oh, um, like a dick, no? Oh, no. it's <laughs> He is the best character of that show. He just also got saddled with a weird gimmick for a couple episodes. I don't know. Uh, I guess I liked... um. Katsurugi, I think he's not given a ton because he's just like the dude at Seto's head, but um, plays with a very limited role. Like he gets across like how much he did stuff that he thought was necessary to help people and like for the world like very well in those small scenes. Like G two, 
definitely <laughs> didn't like that this that that whole episode was watching a child be abused and then explode. <laughs> That's interesting. And then Gray. Gray's just so good. I'm glad he's gonna be more focused, but also uh sad that he's not human. I hope we get like a Pinocchio Gray episode where it's like, oh look, he's human for Yeah, oh, that'd be amazing. Gray as a human? Oh, you know? That'd be so much fun. I think he'll be guy. <laughs> yeah. Or he'd be like a little older, but like very much have like a Corvette or some shit, just like ah. Oh. Maria. Yeah, they have this. Uh, he's, yeah, he's a little bit more stoic than Guy is. That's for sure. And then, like, he get hit by an attack as a human and then realize that, like, he's actually in, like, a robot body that Transa made to punish him or something. It's like, ha 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 ha. Thought you could <laughs> be human. And then, what was the favorite effect that we saw from Toku? Um, like, suits, fighting effects? Uh, I said at the top of the pot, and I'll stick to it. Uh, Tether boy coming in there, jacked up off Red Bulls and <laughs> Adderall, <laughs> kicking ass. <laughs> was fun to watch. What was yours? Yeah, no, like I love Tetra boy. He always comes in. It's wild uh, <laughs> how the show is basically like introduced like their new guns, Tetra boy, their new robot, and like that's all it's done compared to build introducing like that many things in episodes sometimes. But yeah, um, I like. All the damage effects they showed in Jetman, like whether it be like Gray having like chunks of his like armor missing and like blood and circuits coming out to like when Chris like lost its arm and was like covered in scratches, like all looked great. And what was our best fit this time? Uh, I kind of liked uh, Gintoku's outfit in uh, Build Episode 42, the all black, the <laughs> black leather jacket. Yeah, it's like, okay. not, not from 41. <laughs> When he said 42, he was like, oh, like he doesn't want to like any mistake this time. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go on record with that one. Don't trust me. Like, we all know that you <laughs> mean for that. Yeah. Um, I like the Neo Jetman, too. Yeah, they were cool. But I feel like I said that last week, so that's why I didn't say it again. I liked how they, like, didn't have full helmets and, like, you could see their eyes and stuff. It was, like, very good, like, effective. Like, oh, they're scared or they aren't, like, as, like, committed to stuff. Um I don't think there are any good outfits we saw. Uh, we saw um, Transa go back to being like human for a minute just to like fuck around on a roof. <laughs> that was good. But yeah. Uh, next time, we're looking at uh, episode one of uh, Futo PI and then episode one of Kamen Rider Double. So just those two for next time. And that first episode of Kamen Rider Double is available uh, for free on the Toei Tokusatsu channel YouTube. Uh, the first two episodes are there. Um, actually, let's do episodes one to two because they're both available f- for the, the Toku show. And then it's like the first arc right there, which will compare to whatever happens in the first episode of uh, the anime. But Senpai, uh, where can people find you when you're not talking about Tokusatsu? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Cobacetic uh, Simp. Where can they find you, Kip? Uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter.com at James Forge. You can find the podcast. At Common Riders Me on Twitter and Instagram. There's Copyright.com for episodes and articles. Copyright.com slash merch for links out to our merch with uh, all proceeds going to Trans Lifeline. There's Copyright.com uh, slash episodes with links out to different platforms. Uh, please rate and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, and yeah, um, we are getting into like a little bit of a weird territory, where, like a lot of stuff to look at. Like, even as like 
want to finish these shows. So like this cast will uh, be alternating like episode to episode a little bit, but we'll make sure you know. But as we do it, I guess it's important to remember what we learned today. <laughs> a lot, actually. A lot. We learned about, you know what? Shout out to you for teaching us about the, the lost bottles. <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I might need a little bit of after school tutoring for that. I'm just a bottle. Uh, <laughs> just like that. No, there shouldn't be anything in a copywriter show that feels like figuring out how Congress works. You know, just that's too much detail. It's a four step process. <laughs> uh, but no, um, I will say learned a lot. You've also loved a lot, just like Ray. And there's anything that you could take from this podcast, go love a woman or whoever you want to love. But yeah. <laughs> Make sure you got a warm body, though. Don't show up cold. That's like something that like Blade says to like humans he's saving for vampires before they like come back. Like, <laughs> okay, in like one hour, like Roger here, but make sure like you don't show up cold. <laughs> <laughs>